0: What's up, everybody? This is Zach and Amy with Be A Light. We hope that you've been having a fantastic week. We're glad to be back. We're glad to be here talking about the Lord.
1: I was thinking about it from the last episode, of back in the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: this is our our second second episode. We're we're actually filming it the same night.
1: You don't have to tell people, though.
0: Well, they know now. The curtain has been pulled back. The mysteries of God have been revealed. (laughs) (laughs) One of the mysteries.
1: (laughs) I did my hair different. We changed shirts. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, this is a, a new episode. We're excited to be here. If you're needing prayer or if you have anything that you are wanting us to intercede with, you... On, let us know. Comment, message us. Uh, you can email us at bealightshow at gmail All of those good things. We're here for you. Yeah. Um. So we're we're just a resource that is here for you. So don't feel afraid to reach out.
1: Like I really enjoy getting to pray for people and encourage people. Like it's interesting. Like it's become a more normal part of my everyday and like I'm thankful that like I in my role in our business right now is more working at home and everything. (coughs) But I mean even the way that you work, it's like you're able to, you know, look at your phone and respond to things. And you know i've had people message me or text me or you know whatever i um, just asking for prayer mm-hmm. and it's something that we really actually do mm-hmm. um so you know you don't have to tell us like every personal detail about stuff or anything like that god knows what's going on but if you need someone to just encourage you and pray with you about your specific situation, um, you know, feel free to reach out to us because we'd love to pray with you and encourage you and how to continue to pray for yourself, encourage yourself. <laughs> but it's also about sometimes we need other people to um, to lean on. Um, so... We really, really mean it when we say we want to pray for you. So Yes. It's not just something that we're saying to sound good.
0: Yeah. We want to be here for you. Yeah. Because we're all part of the body. Yeah. So this week, we last week we were talking about what... It's all about what you want. Yes. It's all about what you want. And we, we talked... About 45 to 50 minutes on that and really dived into all of the things that we could want, God's desires for us, exchanging our desires for his desires, seeking after the kingdom of God, chasing after it, and all of those lesser things will be added abundantly to us. Mm -hmm. And we talked a lot about that. And then we got to a point where we were talking about God's goodness, God's power, and if you haven't watched the first part of this, this is kind of like a two-parter. I mean, is this is a twofer.
1: Like I don't know if I want to say this is part two necessarily, but it's like this is kind of going further into understanding yeah. <coughs> some of the details of what we were talking yeah. about. I guess so. I guess it is a part two that wasn't, you know, whatever. But a twofer. Two for one, special.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So if you haven't watched the first part of this, it's all about what you want, go watch it. It'll make a lot more sense about what we're going to be talking about and everything. We're excited to dive into it. We left off last week talking about Psalms 115, and we read 1 through 8, and then I think you mentioned a little bit about the next part of the chapter yeah. starting in verse nine. So you read a little bit of that.
1: It actually kind of keeps going for a few verses.
0: The sirens are on <laughs> our end. Just letting you know. I don't,
1: they It'll pick it up. Yeah. Um, anytime we hear sirens, which we're like near like a fire department, we hear them quite a bit. As much as we are like, aware of it we try to like pray over those mm-hmm. things um that would be something i would encourage you to do that's something you can really affect your community with um that was something we saw in gulf breeze we would there's was actually like an i know this is like total side thing but there's a like a texting service um when we lived there that would let you know about like traffic alerts and things like that <laughs> we would pray over those we would pray over sirens and over the like two years that we were doing that i honestly believe we saw less mm-hmm. or heard heard less sirens i got less alerts about yeah. um wrecks like there's a very busy bridge that goes to like a major beach that was like goes right through where yeah. we live um and there would be a lot of accidents there people breaking down on the bridge and I hear a lot less about that. I mm-hmm. I, I still get the messages. Um, so your prayers, yep. When you when you believe that God can do something through that, He really can affect it. Yep. And you're talking about the health and safety of the people around you. You know. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, there was like a two week period <laughs> where there was no sirens. I remember that.
1: No sirens, no messages, and I was like, I haven't. There hasn't, has it been two weeks? And we were like, yeah, it has. Like, I mean, it may seem like a weird thing, but it's like, Mm -hmm. that's, that's a, that's a, that was a big big thing, thing. you know, it's like, um, so we just pray safety and protection over those people, healing in the name of Jesus, whatever is going on, there are no fires in the name of Jesus. No heart attacks in the name of Jesus. Restoration of property. Yes, thank you, Lord. So, just some a, a little little nugget for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, <coughs>
0: won't even charge you for that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, we uh, we were talking from Psalms one fifteen, and uh, we kind of left off in verse nine, um, and it says it, we were talking about in the previous verses, how it was like, you become like what you worship. And it was talking about people worshiping these, um, idols who are not real, who are just, you know, these man-made things. And it was things that represented what they wanted. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, you can do more studying about it, but, um, you know, there's a lot of like represented, representing, um, different, uh, spirits as well. Yeah. Spirit of lust, spirit of um, greed, uh, things like that. But, mm-hmm. <coughs> you know, it's like whatever you idolize, whatever you consistently make your life about, yeah. that's, that's worship. Um, worship isn't just, you know, praise in like a Sunday service mm-hmm. or um you know you may think of like bowing down and worshiping something like in a very like formal sense yeah <coughs> that is not what worship is worship is what you i mean yes that is a form of worship but um worship is what you consistently make your life about yeah um so this next part, starting in verse nine, again the Psalms 115. So trust in the Lord, all his people, for he is the only true hero, the wrap around God, who is our shield. You, his priest, trust in the Lord, for he is the only true hero. God wrapped around us as our shield. And it's interesting, like they kind of make it look like it's as if that's like his name. God wrapped around us. Um like they kind of have like some hyphens and it's like it's like that's who he is. Um yeah. and it's like we were talking about God is love. It's not mm. just something that he has. Yeah. It is who he is mm-hmm. as a person. Yeah, and
0: <laughs> this this reminds me, and um it's it's not this psalm, but there's another psalm where David is being chased by Absalom. He's being he's been cast out. He's being there's a coup going on and they're trying to kill him. He's lost everything. Mm-hmm. And this is at a point where David thought he was untouchable. He thought he was infallible and that he he, he turned his back on God.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he was in this cave and he was coming before the Lord and he was saying I am nothing. I am nothing. And your glory is my shield. Yeah. Your glory wraps around Mm. me and protects me. It is my shield. It's the only thing that matters
1: Mm. in the
0: end is your glory. And that's it. Because he realized that without God blessing him, the glory, we talked about that last week, whatever God blesses you, it's his it's glory to him. It's not to us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's to him. And David, after all of those years, he God had blessed him so many times, but he started thinking that it was by his own hand. Yeah. And that moment was him realizing it's not by my power, but it's by through it's through you, you know? Yep. And I, I just I just remember that it's your glory is my shield Hmm. and a wraparound shield is there's, there are several different types of shield. There's smaller ones that are just round and that you have on your arm. That's used for parrying. And then there's larger shields that the Romans would have that would be, you know, that would start, start to wrap around. And then there's even bigger ones that would actually wrap to a certain degree around you Hmm. that was used for bigger assaults.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's, where this wraparound shield hmm. is coming from, so it, he's saying, "You are my wraparound shield, God. You are a wraparound shield. Yeah. It's it's not just this little thing. To have one of those shields, it's weighty. It yeah. has weight to it. Yeah, it's not just this little object. Like you have to purposefully." take that shield with you it's not something oh well let me go get my shield like it, it's
1: not lightweight yeah
0: it has it's dynamic <laughs> it's <laughs> dynamic it, it it fits it fits the need of what's going on yeah it fits the need and it has weight
1: that's good <coughs> um i definitely want to talk more about that that was really good um, but like we're we're talking about it, you know, it's like I'm willing to take this on, and when I do, I get protected by it. And in saying like your glory is my shield, like God is getting the glory from Him being protected, yeah, and His name being protected, mm-hmm. um, uh, David. Yeah. because David was saying it is God that did this and giving him the glory. Yeah. <coughs> um, the last verse I wanted to read is verse 11. Uh, it says, Yes, all his lovers who bow before him trust in the Lord, for he is our only true hero. God wrapped around us as our shield. And it's so interesting that they keep repeating that. Um, it's just like, I just love how everything is just so like intertwined Mm -hmm. with God. It's like, I know it's been my experience. So I know other people have had to experience it where it's like, there's, there's just so much of who God is and his word that is just taken in snippets And it's like, well, it's almost like they make God into like a split personality kind of person where it's like, well, he's, he wants to bless me, but I'm, I fell short and that means I'm not deserving. And so he's not going to be this for me Mm -hmm. here um
0: yeah they they are like, all have fall, fallen short of the glory of god and it's like oh no you even on that. <laughs> I, I know i know where you're going with it that's why i brought it up it's, it's
1: the context it's every everything is strung together he is the same yesterday today and forever and his entire word mm-hmm. reflects who he is
0: yeah and i think a lot of people have <laughs> trouble with that because we're constantly growing and changing who we were five years ago is not who we are today Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: god has been perfect forever and i think that's something in our minds that we have to lay at his feet it's not something that we can understand it's something that he reveals that mystery to us yeah and it's not oh well how can he be the same how can he never make mistakes? I've made mistakes. Yeah. You know, and you can get into some crazy stuff thinking you can over spiritualize literally anything in the Bible. Yeah. But it's the simple gospel. It's not the easy gospel, it's the simple gospel.
1: Well, you know, we're talking about, okay, we're, you know, talking about what we were wanting okay, I want good things in my life. Well, the one person, the person of God, the one person who has brought that goodness into your life is the one who you have to be willing, like, you have to be willing to recognize that you can have a relationship with him. And, (laughs) (laughs) excuse me, um... You know, in talking about, we we were kind of talking about this, and we just read this verse. You know, we we become like what we worship, what we love, and God is this all knowing being, mm-hmm. and that's something that I've been told my entire life. Yeah, but we say all knowing, and I feel like. For the majority of my life, all-knowing meant you know everything that I know. You know everything from my level of understanding. Yeah. And it was like everything was very linear with God. Everything was very, like... Defined. Yeah, I guess. Um, And it was just like, okay, if he's infinite and all-knowing... It's like, yeah, he knows, you know, what's going to happen tomorrow and, um, you know, <coughs> but it's like, he knows when I'm going to get sick and he's cool with it. He knows when I'm going to fail and, well, he's not cool with that, but, you know, he knows that I'm just so fragile I'm and just human. this, like... <laughs> It was just this weird mindset, yeah. and um, I now realize it was weird. And it was like you constantly feel like you are the disappointing child to a father. Yeah, but that's not how he looks at us. Mm-hmm. God is never disappointed in us. Yeah, he always sees. He always sees us as having. All the potential to do the right thing.
0: Yeah. We have the power and the authority to achieve that potential. Yeah. It all goes back to what do we want?
1: And what do we believe that we have? Mm -hmm. And if if I recognize that there is this person that loves me that much, that wants to protect me, wants his power to be demonstrated through me, you know, In thinking like we're talking about this powerful shield, you're that description you're giving. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I can't, I can't carry that shield or any other weapon. Yeah. If I want to hold on to something else.
0: Yeah. And I was I was thinking, because I, I read a little bit further in my head, and it, it goes along with what I'm going to bring up. But like, God is consistent. And I, when I was going through college, and I've, I've talked about this many times, I had a teacher that consistently said, consistency is key. Yeah. And all of us young whippersnappers in our, you know, late teens, early 20s thought this woman was full of, Manure, <laughs> if you will. We, we we laughed at her. We made jokes. We'd be, you know, hanging out with each other. And like Oh, consistency is key and all of this stuff. And then when I actually started teaching, it's like consistency is key. Yeah. It's important to not do a routine just to do a routine, but it's... Building ex- good habits. Exactly. Good habits, expected behavior. Mm-hmm. Because children... We're God's children, but children need consistency in their lives to have structure, to have a foundation. If we don't have a foundation and structure in our lives, then there's chaos, Mm -hmm. there's fear, there's all of these things that are opened up if there's no consistency. Mm -hmm. And that's what we have to do in our lives is be consistent. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're getting up different times every day, you don't have a consistent sleep schedule. Last mm-hmm. week was like the first week I didn't have like consistent sleep schedule. Yeah. And I felt blah the whole week. But God has always been consistent. You said it earlier. He's the same today, yesterday, and forever. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to read verse 12 and 13 because it goes along with that.
1: I mm-hmm. think you should read. Just keep reading because it's talking about blessing and it's okay. it's really good. So, yeah.
0: The Lord will never forget us in our need. He will bless us indeed. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron, his priest. Yes, he will bless his lovers who bow before him no matter who they are. God himself will fill you with more. Mm, That'll that'll preach right there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Blessings upon blessings will be heaped. Upon you and upon your children from the maker of heaven and earth, the very God who made you. The heavens belong to our God, they are His alone, but He has given us the earth and put us in charge. He's given us dominion, authority over the earth. Dead people cannot praise the Lord, but we can. Hmm. Those who sink into silence of the grave can no longer give glory to God, but we can. So let's praise the Lord. Let's begin now and let go on until eternity is done. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And as I was reading that, 17 and 18 like it's talking about dead people cannot praise the Lord, but we can. Those who sink into silence of the grave can no longer give glory to God, but we can. So many people think that they're stuck. So many people think that they're, oh, I can't get out of this situation. There's no end in sight. There's no way out of this. And they're like dead people. They're, they're the walking dead.
1: Mm.
0: And until you give it over to God and you have been transformed, yeah. By the renewing of the mind and washing of the word, and let the blood of Jesus transform your life. You are dead. <laughs> you are dead.
1: And it's not just that prayer that you prayed at an altar call. Yeah. and yes, you were forgiven, but it's so repentance. Much more. Yes. It's repentance in turning away from how you thought, how you acted everything about yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's not always overnight. No. In fact, there's a lot of things that don't happen overnight, but it's, it's a decision. It's Mm -hmm. a daily decision. The daily laying down of your life. We were talking about Romans 12 last time. And (coughs) I, as you were reading this, I feel like this happens a lot when I'm reading and I'm just now realizing that it's maybe because God is pointing out how other people think or how I've thought about something. And it's something that I need to verbalize, yeah. to counteract. Because when I'm reading this about, you know, we're supposed to, uh, where did it start? Um, 13. Yeah. Um, Yes, he will bless his lovers who bow before him, no matter who they are. <laughs> um, like, the idea, it's like, you know, bowing before somebody, giving them my allegiance, like, allowing them to control my life. And, like, God, knowing him in a personal way, I've learned more that he is not controlling. Mm-hmm. He is a helper. yeah. Like, in a way that it's just something that you have to experience, like I can only give examples yeah. it's not something I can really put into words to mm-hmm. explain necessarily. It's just something that you experience, but it's like you know the next verse is saying, like he will fill you with more blessings upon blessings will be heaped upon you and upon your children, and We like you, I think we talked about this a little bit, um, like talking about marriages and relationships. It's like, there's so much, um, like you use the word abusive, Mm -hmm. but there's so much toxic behavior in relationships because all we want is to just get something from people to just be satisfied within ourselves. Mm -hmm. But you are never gonna be satisfied by just getting something from someone from just using somebody. And it's like, well, I'm not using I'm not using somebody. I'm not a bad person. And it's like, are you are you sacrificing things for that person? Are you valuing them even in things that maybe you don't relate to or understand? Damn. Are you Pointing out the good that you see in them consistently, even if you're frustrated with them, even if you don't feel like, it's like, well, what about me? What about me getting encouraged? What, ab- yeah. what about me? Like, there's so much where it's like me, 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 me. And it's like, are you so selfish? Like, that is something that I've really just, I don't want to be that in any capacity. Yeah. Yeah. And when I've done that, it's like, it's, it's small things, but it builds and it's just like, why do I feel like poo? (laughs) Like, why do I feel like, why do I feel distance between people? Why do I feel like I'm not satisfied? Because Mm. it's like, if you're just living to get and not living to give, you're never going to be satisfied because you're never going to get enough. Yeah. You're never going to get enough. But if you are filled with the love that is overflowing, if you get enough to give, Mm -hmm. then you have more than enough. Yeah. And this is what this is talking about. There is nothing that will satisfy you like the love of Jesus. And, you know, I hear people say like, well, I put God first and then my family and then this. God is in all those things, yeah. And God doesn't want you to put like, how do I say this? there was there was a conversation that we had when I first was kind of figuring things out, and I was like, and and I still feel this. I still agree with this. But just follow me. I I told you I don't remember exactly how word I was like. I will never love you as much as I love God. Yeah. And I remember you kind of like you're like, all right, (laughs) like (laughs) okay. But it was like if I, I I am supposed to love God the most. Yeah. But when I do that, I'm able to love other people better. Yeah. And I would hope. That has been something that's been apparent since making those changes. Yeah. <coughs> but i it has, I'm being facetious. But, um, you know, it's like. It's not necessarily about. How much. Time I get alone, locked in my bedroom with God. It's recognizing Him in everything. Yeah. It's act. It's it is that life of worship. Mm-hmm. Worship is not just a physical bowing down. It is not a oh, a woe is me. You are greater. I am less. Yeah. It is an a active giving your life. Like we were reading that Romans 12, I highly recommend reading it in the message. It's just, it puts it in very practical terms, Yeah, but it's like your, your everyday ordinary life. And it lists out these different things that you do, but it's also seeing extraordinary in the ordinary. It's seeing when you're at the grocery store and you're in the checkout line and the person that's behind the cash register looks like they are not having a great day, you know, they're always like, it's like part of their job to ask, how are you doing? But take the opportunity to be the person that says it first. Yeah. Take the opportunity to actually, not just a greeting, but actually, you know, have an experience and a conversation with them, actually get to know them. Um, I know there was one time we were at the dollar store and there was this woman behind, I love Dollar Tree. We were, (laughs) we got a little,
0: I like it for the snacks.
1: (laughs) Um, but uh, there was a woman behind the register, um, and she had this really unique necklace on it, looked handmade, um, just very unique beads and everything. And I just started the conversation with, I really like your necklace. Oh, thank you so much. I made it myself, yeah. and then we start talking about it. It was like, you know, it's just something that she's interested in, and it was like just pointing out something that was unique about her, and yeah. it's not necessarily like point out things that people are wearing to make them feel good or whatever. No, it's just, it's listening to God and recognizing the good things about people. Yeah. <laughs> um, or, you know, being willing to pray for somebody, being willing to do something that maybe is out of your comfort zone. Um, but when you do that, there's something so satisfying about knowing that you've shared the love of Jesus with them in any capacity. Yeah. You know,
0: and God, a lot of the times asks us to get out of our comfort zone.
1: Yeah. Cause he wants us to grow.
0: He wants us to grow. And I think it's also like I've learned it's because that's also my humor. He, uh, he likes awkward things. So <laughs> <laughs> I, he, wor- he works on my, my humor <laughs> and everything. But when you get out of your comfort zone, when you push the boundaries, when you are willing to talk about God with somebody that you normally wouldn't, mm-hmm. when you're willing to, you know, be different, if you're willing to pray for somebody, God will God's God wants that. And He doesn't punish you if you don't do it. He gives you more opportunities. <laughs> you know, He gives you more opportunities and That's when you have to take those opportunities to move because if you continually don't do it, then God says, okay, this is where you're comfortable. That's where I'm going to keep you until you're ready to move out of your comfort zone. God God knows what's going on in our hearts. He knows our hearts and we've got to be willing and ready to do things that does not look normal to most people. You know, it, People won't understand. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter what they understand. It's it matters what you are doing with God. Not for God, with God. But He is He is always there. He is your shield. Yeah. He is your wraparound shield. He you are carrying Him with you every day. And there's a weightiness to it. It's not a weight that would burden you. It's a weight of I have the power of God. I have the authority. I have been given the authority and power. I have been given a new life. I've been given a new life through Christ Jesus. And that's something that we shouldn't take for granted. It's not something that's like, oh, well, Jesus died for me. That's nice. It's like
1: it's um, more than nice.
0: It's more than nice. He's given us life because like I said earlier, we were the walking dead. Dead people cannot praise the Lord, but we can. You yes. have the opportunity right now. You have the opportunity, and I love I love that we have the the internet that we can spread the word of God, that we can spread yeah. the love because so many people have been Hurt and all of this through, you know, religion. This is not religion, everybody. Yeah. This is God. Yeah. And God is not a religion. A religion is something Mm man-made. And God is not made by man. (laughs) So we have to be ready to carry that shield. Carry that. I see you pulled up something, so I'll let you read it.
1: Like, when you were talking about the shield and the weight of it, and, you know, we're talking about glory, (laughs) um, I love the topic of like the weight of his glory. And it's something that is still a little bit like beyond what I understand because, you know, there's only a certain amount of weight that I've experienced, but there is like, um, (laughs) there's different like forms of it. I think, Mm -hmm. um, I just had something connect in my brain that I hadn't thought about. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, we've had I've had experiences where it's just in like a worship setting, um, even in like a, in listening to someone preach. I remember, um, well, like it's happened even in our own church services, where it's like in just focusing on God and you know it's just like it's just it's just like spending time with mm. any other person and it's like you value that person you talk about what you love about that person you talk about what you've been through with them like it's just like anybody else yeah like th- it it is so mind boggling to me how people really distance themselves from we are made in the image of god yeah and he gave us interpersonal relationships to help us understand a personal relationship with him,
0: and I think that's why people have such a a hard time understanding what prayer really is,
1: yeah. and it's something
0: that I'm still developing, but prayer is not coming to God. God, I've sinned against you and I or I, I need this I like. It's not always asking for something. Mm-hmm. Like, if you hadn't heard from God, it might be because you hadn't been listening to him. You've been doing all the talking.
1: <laughs> he's, I mean, he's always saying something, but if you're not hearing what he's saying, then yeah. it is going to seem like he's not talking.
0: Yeah. So, prayer is just a conversation between you and God. Yeah. That's all it is. It's it's a conversation. Yeah. And it's it needs to be a two-way
1: Yeah um but th- what what i was getting to is um in in those settings where it's just like it it's def it's definitely different but i'm trying to compare it to you know if you're spending like one-on-one time with somebody or even well well i'll say with one-on-one but um like there's something special about those moments that have a different weight to them mm-hmm. compared to someone who you have like a more casual relationship with. Yeah. But in worship settings, in settings where I'm hearing a message, I have experienced. It was literally like physically, I felt yeah. heavier. Mm-hmm. Um, to where I almost couldn't. Hold myself up, um, and that um, that is a very. It is a very real manifestation of the glory yeah. of God um, and His, you know, Spirit being present. And it's just like it's just like. I don't know how to describe it.
0: Yeah, it's like a weighted blanket. Yeah. It's comforting. It's not oppressive. Yeah. It's comforting. Yeah. Because, you know, you think of something pressing on you. You think of like, you know, like lifting like weights. Like if that bar came down and pressing on you. Mm -hmm. It's not like that. It's like a comfort.
1: I mean, it is slightly unsettling. It is. The first first time that you experience it. But when you realize that it's him and you just kind of let go and let it happen. Um, There's something really amazing about it. And there's been amazing things that have happened in those moments. And there's something that Bill Johnson said not too long ago um, in a message I heard. He was saying those moments are beautiful and wonderful, but those are the things that we are supposed to translate into the everyday life and demonstrating his glory in just how we live mm-hmm. those glorious moments of worship of one-on-one time with him are supposed to translate into how we love and affect other people, how his power is demonstrated through us. Um, And there is a responsibility with that. Yeah. And that's, that is the weight of his glory is the responsibility that comes with it. But we, and we don't, Responsibility is a word that has really been challenging for me, especially in the last like six months or so. Um, It's something that I feel like I've been afraid of. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's whenever there's some kind of tension in your life like that, um, God's really been telling me it's something to be thankful for because it means that he's shifting me into something better. Mm -hmm. Um, so be encouraged if you feel that way because something better is coming. Yes. Um, but, uh, let me get actually like the full context for this passage. I'm in second Corinthians chapter four. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, I'm I'm going to read a good bit because I think this is really good. Um, starting in verse 13, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. We have the same spirit of faith that is described in the scriptures when it says, first I believed, and then I spoke in faith. So we also first believe, then speak in faith. We do this because we are convinced that he who raised Jesus will raise us us up with him and together we will all be brought into his presence yes all things work for your enrichment your betterment so that more of god's marvelous yeah. grace will spread to more and more people yeah. resulting in an even greater increase of praise to god bringing him even more glory so no wonder we don't give up for even though we So even though our outer person gradually wears out, our inner being is renewed every single day. We view our slight, short-lived troubles in the light of eternity. We have to have an eternal perspective. We see our difficulties as the substance that produces for us an eternal, weighty glory far beyond all comparison. Because we don't focus on our attention on what is seen, but on what is unseen, for what is seen is temporary, but the unseen realm is eternal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That is all very, very good. <laughs>
0: yeah, very, very good. Because we were talking about like the increase that we get pours into other people. Yeah, and you know, and that's what God wants. He yeah. wants to raise everybody up. And, you know, the the adage of you know. Rising tides raises all ships.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what God's all about. He yeah. wants to raise everybody up. yeah, Not just a select few.
1: But it's something that we have to experience for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, it says, love others as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I always wanted to be able to love people well. But I always felt like I really stunk at it because... I didn't like myself very much and it's something I'm still learning to do to like myself, to love myself and it's not something I really understood until I had a fuller deeper understanding and experience of how much God loved me that despite anything that I did, he was not going to take away his promise to me. Yeah. I mean, my, my experience is my own and i the one experience, the, the one experience that really had like a huge change in my life was, <coughs> it was right after we got married and, um, you can go and see other videos where I talk about that, but, um, I've experienced it in, in other ways since then, but it's like, I continually have to seek out how much he loves me every day Yeah. because there's no end to it. It's mm-hmm. infinite because we get eternity with him because we are spending eternity learning about who he is. Yeah. And we are also eternal beings. So the more we're learning about him, the more we're learning about who we are in him. Like, it's just, it's all just, mm-hmm. you know, it's all interlocked. And it's like, right now, a problem that you're facing is temporary. But what you want is to overcome that problem. Mm-hmm. And it it comes full circle into what we're talking about. And And I love that it was talking about we have, a spirit of faith. We believe it. We believe. We just We just believe him. We People make it so complicated where it's like, well, yeah, I believe God, but I don't know about this. No, you just believe him because he loves you and he actually wants to solve the problem for you. Yep. He actually already has. He actually already paid the way. Um, it was something that... <laughs> I think your dad was talking about in our service. um, He was talking about how God cares for you. Mm -hmm. It was a really good message. Um, We'll link it or something. But um, he was talking about how God cares for you. And it's like people think like, well, God is so big. There's so many people. Like he doesn't care about, you know, my small problems (laughs) problems <laughs> and it's like that's making god small yeah because god is big enough to deal with your problems Yeah, and jesus paid for all those problems so do not say that he doesn't care because yeah. you're saying he's not big enough to care
0: yeah cast all your cares upon the
1: like Lord. when i heard that it was like that just that kind of rose up in me and i was like how could i think that he wouldn't care about that that mm. he's not big enough how dare I say that? Yeah. How dare I think that? And it's like, why would I think about that, about the person that I love so much? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm talking a lot about it, but it's just like... <sighs> he wants me to believe him for everything because he really wants to do something about it. Yeah. So, like it says... First we believe it, then we speak in faith. We say what we want to see even before it happens. And then we see, like it says, more of God's marvelous grace spread through our lives and through other people, bringing him more glory. And it's us taking on the responsibility of that love, yeah. of that relationship, and actually saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you say it because I've been talking
0: for a while. Well, I'm gonna wrap it up right there because we've been going for <laughs> 51 minutes. <laughs> but we're—I am so glad that we've gotten to dive deeper into this because yeah. God's power is rooted in love because God is love.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That—that's as simple as it gets. Yeah. He loved us. So much that he gave his only son that whosoever believed in him should have eternal life. That, that speaks a lot because through Jesus, we've been given eternal life. We've been given connection back with the father that we lost with Adam. But Jesus is so much more powerful than yeah. Adam ever was. Yeah. He is the son of God. And we need to start thinking in those terms that he is so powerful that he's taken away all of it. We don't have to try to clean ourselves up. We don't have to try to get ourselves to the point where, okay, God can accept me now. No, he's waiting. He is literally beside you right now waiting to just wrap you in his arms. He's not going to force it. He's not going to make you. Yeah. He's waiting for you to make that decision today. Yeah. He wants it so bad. Yeah. He wants it so bad. He wants to spend time with you. He wants to shower you with love. If you've never had a good father or a good mother, mm-hmm. a parent that loves you like that, he is going to blow your mind with how much he loves you and Everything that comes from that is going to be glory to him. Everything that you do because you're experiencing his love, you're going to see life in a totally new way. You're going to experience life in a totally new way. Everyone around you is going to have a new experience because they're going to start seeing the love of God through you, your actions, the way you talk to people, the way you go about your business, the way you even take out the trash. That's the way God is in every single thing. Yeah. And his glory is going to come through that because he loves you so much. He loves you so much. So I'm going to wrap this all up in some prayer. Lord, we just thank you right now you, Jesus. that you are love and that you are here. And God, I thank you that you are such a mighty God that you take all of our cares We cast them all at your feet, Lord, and we leave them there because you are more than enough, Lord, to take care of them. God, we don't want to be dead people that can't praise you. We want to be alive. We want to be alert. We want to be enthusiastic about you, you, Lord. We want to be so enthralled in your love, Lord, that you transform us from the inside out, Lord. It's not by eye power, but it's by you, Lord. God, I just thank you that if we haven't made that change, Lord, we invite you in right now, that you are our savior, that you are our Lord, that your blood it connects us to God, that everything in our past is gone, that your love is so powerful that it's made us into a new creation, Lord. And God, I just give you praise. I give you praise that you're here. You are moving on the situation right now. You are more than enough. Thank you, Lord. We ask all of this in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for watching. We hope that you enjoyed the episode. I got a lot out of it. Yeah. And I I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I just feel it right here in the room with us. I wanted
1: to keep going, but I was like, I know we've been talking for a while, so I don't want to information overload.
0: Um we're going to be keep continually coming out with more and more episodes. Yep. If there's a topic you want us to dive into, something that you are hungry about, something that you're curious about, mm-hmm. let us know because we want to just dive in. We want to, you know, learn ourselves like we're yeah. we're hungry as well and if it's something that we already know, then we're going to share the knowledge that God has given us. And if we don't know, we'll get to go on that journey together.
1: We get to learn more, woo!
0: (laughs) (laughs) But we're so excited for that. If you have any prayer requests, you can either leave it in the comments, you can message us, or you can email us at bealightshow at Mm gmail.com. You can let us all know. We want to be there and intercede for you. But we're going to end this episode. Thank you so much for watching. This has been Zach. And Amy. Y'all have a blessed week.